everybody. My name is Rave Sinclair. Hi, I'm Denise Bolds. Welcome to our podcast, Doula That. Doula That. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Doula Thank you for that. taking the time so to join cool. us. We know that like your time is precious and it's valuable. And we hope that we keep adding to your work and to your day and give you a space to have some aha moments. So mm-hmm. let's see. Let's dive in. Let's go, baby. Okay, so for doula skills, we always start off with a doula skill. We thought it would be helpful to give you a little bit of a checklist for how to vet courses that folks are out here offering. Because of course, I'm scrolling on social media. I'm seeing courses being promoted because there's a lot of that at the end of the year. And you see the face I'm making? Well, if if you're watching the video, you're not seeing my face, but I'm making a face. And I'm just sort of wondering, I'm like, man, if I was a brand new doula or not so plugged into the industry or season, how do they know where to go for quality education? Right. You You know, this is a thing for me. This is why a big part of my why for starting National Birth and Postpartum Pros is I want folks to have a space to go to. When you need continuing education and you know it's reliable, it's good, it's quality. That's right. That we've already vetted it for you. You don't have to wonder. But man, I scrolled across one offering and I was wondering. (laughs) The post itself did not have enough information. And all of the answers in the comments had typos. And I thought, one, I'll let it go. Two, but it was like every post and I'm thinking, Oh, I'm supposed to be learning from this person, but like the grammar and I'm not, I'm not one of those folks that can't get past misspellings or the wrong, like use of a word, but it just was so compounded because of the exchange, like the link didn't work. There was, (laughs) so even the communication about the link that was put out, I thought, Oh, she's not ready. (laughs) She's not ready. She's not ready. She's not ready. She didn't do her work to you want you but kudos to you for putting it like doing the work to like your desire to actually help and educate and bring people along but it just was i was like wait a minute how would a birth worker know um if this is like good quality content i guess i was seeing signs that it might not be good quality content but how else would someone else know so i think we we started thinking through a list or ways tips that we can offer you to kind of help you figure out if this is a person, like when your course is being offered, if it's somebody you can learn from. Exactly. Okay. All right. Should we just start with the list? Go down the list? Yeah, let's go. Let's go. Okay. So just brainstorming, we came up with like Google them. Mm -hmm. Good old Google search. This is where you could do a Google search and it can serve you well. Just kind of like seeing who they are. Um, if like what they're teaching is something that they like are really truly an expert in, or if they just came, Johnny, you know, came along and just decided I'm going to teach doulas. Johnny just, COVID lately. Johnny, Johnny come lately. lately. Yes. Lately. Yes. <laughs> and quite honestly, there's a little bit of that happening in our industry right now. People saying, well, I'm a business person, but like, I'm just going to decide that I'm going to teach to birth workers. Right. Um, and they don't actually know about our work. So their business tips might be kind of general and they could be effective, but if you also don't know the industry, you haven't been in the spaces where you 
if they haven't been in the spaces where you have to go, there's going to be something a little bit lost in their sensibility. So Google them and actually see like, what do they really do in the world? What do they really do? And absolutely, if you have a small circle of friends or a mentor, if you have a doula mentor and you're thinking about taking a training, go to your mentor. A good mentor can give you the tea on a lot of things. Yeah, so that's the that's on the list. Ask folks about them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can ask, you know, there's also a lot of hateration in the industry. So like, you know, listen, you can take mm-hmm. a break. It's all like, you know, because they had an issue with that person. You might have an issue with that person. Like you don't have to take on people's stuff, but it is helpful to get the basics. I mean, like the things that you probably want to know is like, are they really are they a birth worker? How long have they been doing this work? I mean, I see people offering courses and I'm like, she's been a doula for three years. She just came into the industry. She Ooh. came into the industry at the height of the pandemic. She uh, has in a hospital. She doesn't have probably 20 births under her belt. If that. But teaching in a way that like, and, and you know, and putting themselves in positions as a mentor, it's like, hmm, okay. Interesting. That's Very. All. That's Very. all. Like, you know, that's usually ah. where we go, right? We're just like. <laughs> Girl, did you see that? Oh, very interesting. <laughs> I'm like, yo, what's this person's connections? What is this person's span? You know, I know Reve has the span. Reve has the reach, okay? Reve right now, she can go on her phone and pull out a doula from across the pond, okay? Yes, she ma'am. can pull out her, a doula in another time zone, okay? Doulas, trainers, nurses, birth work, birth, clinical professionals, midwives, you know, that's the span. That's the reach you want somebody who's going to train you to have. I'm a close second because I'm a social butterfly. I know a lot of people. So I, I got a span out there too. But a lot of these people haven't made those connections at all. Right. And I think, you know, teaching is not just like the technical part of the work that you're doing. It is about the sensibility, which sensibility comes after doing the work and being in the space. That's why I said, like, Google people and like, just see like what qualifies them to be in this space, in this birth worker space specifically to teach to you, even if they're a business guru or like, you know, um, just think about what you might want to get out of it, what might come if they don't actually have the birth worker sensibilities. Um, oh, okay. So we we said Google them and we said ask folks about them. Uh, the other one is check their social media. So have they been established for five years or more in the birth space? Mm -hmm. Uh, What kind of ways have they been doing the birth work? Well, social media will tell a lot. Um, So this this is with the caveat. If you check my social media, you won't know nothing. (laughs) Because I've been doing work. I ain't got time to be, you know, social media is not where I spend all of my time. But do Um, they have a web page? I'm starting to dibble and dabble. Right. But do they have a web page? If you Google me, you will see. Right. A Google search will tell you what you need to know. Social social media won't tell you what you need Absolutely. to know. Absolutely. Articles <laughs> written about you. You've participated oh, yeah. in conferences and presentations and panel discussions. You're out here on the front lines. Absolutely. Yeah. So everybody's and everybody, you may not be looking for a seasoned person, but it can be very helpful depending on what the topic is. The topic might not be all that in that deep. Okay. In which case, you know, whatever. But if, if, if you're looking for some, some leadership and some depth that will come in the course, then yeah, check, check on people, like do a little bit of vetting. Um, the other thing is kind of the obvious thing. The fourth one is have a conversation with that person. Mm-hmm. 
have a consultation, call them up, email them, DM them, send them an audio note, ask them some questions. So if you're going to make this investment, then make the investment, right. <laughs> do your research and maybe just talk to them directly. Talk to them. Okay. The other one is probably available. Number five is get a course outline. There you go. So that you can actually understand what, what are the objectives? What are we supposed to get out of this course? Find out if they even have objectives. There you go. <laughs> Before yeah. you purchase, right? Before you purchase, make sure this is an organized course that actually has a list of objectives. What platforms are they teaching on? Is yeah. it conducive for you? Yeah, that's the sixth one is like getting a preview of the course to understand, um, is this the way that I learn? Are they mm -hmm. going to be offering this course in a way that I actually can receive it and be successful in getting the learning? So, yeah. And last, um, at least my favorite, Reve, make sure you're going to get some contact hours out of this investment you're making now. <laughs> yes. Yes, y'all. You know, if you if you listen to this podcast once or twice, you were, you will know that Denise values that those credentials, like being able to go beyond the time and money that you spent to learn, but actually to be able to use it if you're working on credentialing or being able to have a resume of like, what trainings have I taken? Get that certificate, get the credentials, those contact hours or continuing ed units or whatever it is that helps you down the road. Leverage, leverage my black doulas, leverage Medicaid doulas, leverage TRICARE doulas. It's called leverage, okay? And you need that to build your practice. Absolutely. And some classes might say they're applying or pending. That might make a difference. Um, so think about that. Just making sure that you are, it, it's going to reverb beyond um, the immediate class for you. Okay. I think that's our checklist, y'all. So hopefully this will help you as you're getting inundated with courses being offered and um, people coming to you and you're, you not encountered them before in any other space, how do I know that this might be a good investment? So check out the checklist. Um, I will add it to the show notes. So you have a sense of things so you can go back to it, but, um, okay. So that's the doula skill. We hope that that will save you time, money, and heartache. <laughs> definitely save you time money and yeah, there's a lot of doulas out here who got you know built out of their money by doulas who are you know putting up fake trainings taking the money and disappearing shutting down the websites closing out email accounts and running off with thousands of dollars so this is something that you need to be diligent on yeah absolutely oh taking people's money that has oh, happened yeah. a lot yes I know, I know we're not into naming names, but listen. But we know, we know who they are. Here, here's the thing. Here's the offering. Uh, if you DM us, we'll tell you. <laughs> <laughs> really? We'll tell you. Because you know yeah. my position. You, I, like, I have not dealt with this person. I have not had money taken from me from this No, person. I haven't either, but I- But I, you know, I believe in naming names. Yeah. So- I, I listen. Yeah. If you DM us, uh, we'll privately. Yeah. Talk. And you shouldn't have to wait six months to a year to get your certificate either. <laughs> the training. Right. Exactly. Okay. All right. So let's drop down to birth worker business tip. I have a quick tip and then like a longer tip. Okay. So the quick tip is we saw somebody posted and I thought it was pretty interesting 
Um, and kind of like a basic question, but if they're new or doula, they really don't know. And if they didn't get like extensive business training, they don't know. Um, so the question is, if you take cash, how do you account for that? How do you report that income? Um, in this case, it appeared the person was a postpartum doula. So there's this continuous weekly receiving of payments, but birth workers also receive regular payments sometimes like through um, weekly deposits or monthly deposits. Okay, so here's the thing. If you take cash, give these folks a receipt. So you might need to go into Walgreens, Walmart somewhere, uh, Staples and get a old school receipt book that has carbon copy. Yep. And where you fill in the name, the amount, um, what it was for, give the dates on the memo line, and you write this out, um, write it out. It's called a receipt book, y'all. Some folks I know have probably never seen anything like this because it's very <laughs> similar to what, like us writing a check. And most, right. a lot of people don't know what a check is, have never had a checkbook. But there's also, so it's called a receipt book. And you, um, you would give them the original, like that top copy, and you would keep the carbon. And that's how you can account for, if you ever get audited or if you need to give it to a bookkeeper, you can account for how much money you've received. Never, ever, 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 ever receive cash without giving a receipt. So if this is you and you've been receiving cash all of 2023, please turn around, create receipts. You can, you can do it retroactively. Create some receipts. It's going to save you a lot of time as you're getting tax prep. Yeah. Now, I've just just to jump in on what Reve said. Yeah, you can go to the, the stationery stores and stuff and get those hard copies. I just looked on my iPhone. There are apps that are receipts. Create, print, and mail receipts. Make a receipt. So you can actually download an app that's going to help you create a seat, receipt that your client can sign right there. You can text or email it to them. And boom, you've got it right there on the spot on your phone. Honey, I love this. I'm learning something new. Oh, I love it. Love the technology. There you go, yeah. right in your phone. Make a record because when cash exchange, there's no, there's no record. There's no record. Like it's as though it didn't happen. And that's a dangerous road to go down. If you end sure. up being a cash business, how do you prove that you're actually making the money that you're making? Like you want to be able to say, hey, I'm, I'm worthy of a business loan. Mm, well, how much money does your business make? So you got to think about future um, and you got to think about like not putting yourself in jeopardy with the IRS of like, they learn, they know you're taking in money and it's not making, the math ain't mathing. Let's make sure the math maths y'all. Okay. Uh, all, right. all right. So that's the quick tip. <laughs> Believe it or not, that was the quick one. All right. So the longer tip or uh, business worker business tip is about contracts. So I said, okay, we were just doing our little girlfriend chat. Yes. Denise hollered. So then I knew I was like, okay, maybe I'm on to something and maybe we <laughs> share it with everybody. I love when she lawyers in the doula world. I love it. Honey, because my brain, as soon as you say something, I'm like, wait a minute. Like, <laughs> yeah. So like our, yeah, yeah. Okay. So I saw, like I see regularly um, because I make contracts and I have contract templates and I help people customize them. I always pay attention to these posts from birth workers where they're asking about contracts. So there was a post that asked, where are you all getting your contracts? Mm -hmm. I've also seen posts where it's like, hey, can you all share your contracts with me so oh, that I can, I'm, I'm making mine. And those are also weird to me because I'm like, first of all, most people have invested, but then there's all these, these folks who say they like feel very generous. And it's like, well, I'll give you mine. And I don't, I, 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 
I want to comment on the casualness by which we're managing contracts. Y'all, don't get caught practicing law without a license. Ooh, hoo, hoo. Bring it home, counselor. Bring it on in. First of all, do, that's a crime. Do not oh. get caught practicing law without a license. There you go. Number two. Uh, you do realize that state law runs all of this stuff. And if I give you my contract, which is valid, I had somebody look at it and all of that in Pennsylvania, I give it to you and, and somebody, you don't know what they're going to do with it. So let's say they just take your, lift your, all the language and just implement as though, oh, it's good to go because I got it from someone who had a lawyer vetted and took a look at it. So it's reliable. Uh, and you live in California. Honey, state law governs. You actually need to make sure that those clauses, all those terms are actually valid in the state of California because they may not be. Oh, yeah. You might be using a contract that is totally not protecting you. There you go. And I didn't know that. That's what made me holler while she was talking. <laughs> right. Right. Which is why. So this is the clarity. I am a I'm a lawyer from Wisconsin. My license came out of the state of Wisconsin. So when I customize, when I do work for you, I give you a draft. You will usually get a it'll have the word draft in watermark across it. Okay. The idea is for you to have a lawyer. I do the bulk of the work, right? I'm going to do a lot of the work because it's I'm birth worker, right? So I understand the birth worker mindset, the needs, the skills. And so I will give you a draft that like reflects that. But then you need to have someone in your state who's licensed in your state to, uh, to look over it, to make sure it comports with state law. Now, what I do is I make that process probably more affordable and short circuit. So I always give tips. I'll say, you have a law school in your state. They have uh, workshops. Those law clinics. Law they have clinics. law clinics. You can take your simple contract to the contract clinic uh, and have them review it. That's free. <laughs> or you can Chamber have- of Commerce. Chamber of Commerce. You can have the Chamber of Commerce. You can like take that contract. It, their review of that contract, the bulk of the work I've done with you. And you can take that and get that review really, really quickly. Okay? So- uh, I don't know what number I was on. I don't know if I'm now on number three, <laughs> but be mindful when you are getting contracts from other doulas, from Etsy, from Googling public language, or just asking people for their copy. It may not be appropriate to you. It may not apply to you. Um, and I think you hurt yourself. You put yourself at risk and um, it doesn't, you're not really doing yourself or another doula or birth worker, a lot of service if you're sharing your contract. It is a fundamental thing. I think we've gotten into the habit and um, of sharing templates. I don't do it the way other people do it because uh, attorney here. So I can actually help you customize it and get it where you need it to go for the quick next step of having somebody in your area vet it really quickly and then you can implement. So I just think that we're really cavalier about legal stuff. And this is like part of your area. This is not a DIY do it yourself part of your business. That's not, this is, that is not it. Um, no more than like bookkeeping can be a DIY to a certain extent. And then you actually need a tax preparer or a CPA, but you got to figure out where those spaces are. This is a place to invest. Contracts is a place to invest in the early part of your business doesn't have to be a ton. I know some people, um, some lawyers like to do a contract template is three or $400. 
well, I, I sell the templates for 45 or if it's a bundle, it might be $97. Um, so you're getting three or four um, contracts in there because I know you have to do another step that is an investment. You have to have another attorney in your state uh, take a look. So I try to keep the price low in order to understand that like you might not have a ton of money, but you need to spend some money on, on this part of your your business. So just think about hiring a pro, having a conversation with a pro. Um, I just think it's important. Super important. So that's my tip. All right. All right. All right. Get that contract in place. Get it in place. Come to the National Birth Postpartum Pros uh, store and you can get more. And if you have been a if you bought a contract for me, either on National Birth Postpartum Pros or on RevaeSinclair.com, I have a webinar coming up where we're going to really actually talk about aspects of contracts to beef up your contract. Or you can have caught some of my posts on Instagram uh, of like I did, uh, doing a week of tips on uh, contract, uh, like little aspects of a contract that you can tighten up. Nice. Yourself. Yeah. Uh, okay. Birth worker excellence. Were we, do we got good, any good birth worker news? Any? Uh, I know there were some awards given out for birth workers. I saw. Yeah, I guess so. Um, some folks yeah. launching birth in color. They're launching like a dad support, um, something new go going into 2024. Birth in color has a dad program that they're really promoting um they're nice, out of nice. uh, virginia i believe or yeah black birth workers rock they're having an award coming up for 2024 for black birth workers which is very nice yeah yeah so i think people are like finding their their niche and finding a way to like really grow birth work and promote birth work so kudos to anybody who's doing that um this is uh important work it's critical work um while we're in an age of like war and like like recession and all inflation and all of that. Um, we're all trudging along, making sure the babies get fed. We're making sure the parents are comfortable, that the parents have what they need. And so um, kudos to everybody who's doing that. I think we wanted to do some end of the year, um, just kind of like mindset uh, for folks. Do you have anything to offer people as they kind of start to wind down the year and um, maybe go into a little bit of a hibernation, which that's what winter is for, right? Yeah, you know, think about that vision board and think about some goals for 2024. What trainings do you want to take? What is your projection of how many clients you'd like to serve in 2024? Think about some circles you would like to basically grow into and think about some things that you're willing to let go of that no longer serve you, but they've become quite a habit. Yeah, I agree with that. I think there are, there's something for everybody. And one of the things um, that I think can be scary as a newer birth worker or just not so plugged in is that very thing, not being so plugged in. And so I think um, deciding to find a space that you fit in, a group of people who can encourage you, a group of people who you can learn from, I think it's super important, whether it's local or like across the country and they're online maybe, um, but find a space where you can grow, where you can learn, where you can put down some roots because birth work can be lonely. Yes. <laughs> you know, it can be a tough, a, a tough gig. And I have seen this work take some folks down. I mean, we have seen 
the challenges with mental health. We've seen some people like really struggle. Um, Oh yeah. It's a lot. It's a lot. So you need to find those niches where you can get replenished, whether it be a motivation off of YouTube, whether it be talking to a close friend, going for a walk, giving yourself that extra self-care at King Spa, going to bed an hour early, journaling. There's so many things that I, I want you to take into consideration because we're giving. Doula work is giving. And we put out a lot of energy, but we're also not taking back as much. So you have to make sure that you're taking back to replenish. Yeah, I've seen some people doing like birth worker focus, like book clubs, like reading yep. groups. Um, so I've seen that. I've seen recently a, like a surge in people doing like in-person meetings or retreats or just like a day of being like doulas getting together and just being together. I think some of that is coming out of the pandemic. Like we just want to be together a little bit more um, locally. So take part in some of that, like get out of the house, get out of your, your little, your circle and like find a space where you can actually get replenished where you can offer some things, but also get um, filled back up. I think, especially this time of year, like having your cup refill is super, super important, so. Right, and remember to let go of some things in your house, in your closet, you're holding on to this doula thing, just in case you haven't touched it, you haven't used it in over a year, let it go to somebody else who might need it. Make way for that positive energy to reach you. Please do that. Yes, make way. Make way. So, so grateful for us having a chance to do this work together. Look what we made in 2023. Like we just birthed oh this God. life. If anybody told me this was going to happen. <laughs> don't believe that I'm doing this with you. This is wild. It is wild. I'm and having such a great time. <laughs> it's fun. And actually, you know, my work is, is ease. It's like, it's coming fairly easily. So I hope people are enjoying it and like really learning and growing because I know we are. Oh, we're having a great time doing this with you and just working with Reve and talking with her. Even though I'm older, I'm learning so much from her and her years of putting in practice and just the way she thinks. I think more on the social work side. She uh -huh. thinks the law side and we're just getting along really well. And it's just been a, an amazing journey this year uh, doing what we're doing together. So kudos to that. Thank you. Yeah, absolutely. So we're just going to keep this going into the new year. I think some of the things that you can maybe see from us is are like more expansive topics, probably having some guests. I would love to like find some folks who have some things to offer um, and uh, bring them on for their um, area of expertise. But we're here. We're here to support you. So email us maybe over the break. We'll get a chance to get some of your emails, um, your feedback on our Facebook group. And so uh, we can make sure we're talking about what you want to hear and that we're answering questions. We'll maybe one day do a, we can do a stream out and do a live Q and a, that could be fun to like yeah. people in real time. So we'll do some fun things in 2024. We just wanted to kind of get started. We were super excited to like get going. And now that we're, we're moving and grooving, it's like, okay, yeah, I think we're going to keep doing this. So, yeah. So, all right. Happy holidays and um, happy new year to everyone. We'll see y'all. Happy Kwanzaa. <laughs> Kwanzaa. Yeah. Happy Kwanzaa. We'll see you all in 2024. Doula that. Doula that y'all. See you later.